Live from the Motor City, all the way to the Volunteer State, it's time for the Reckless Speculation Podcast, where we recklessly speculate the latest news in the world of sports, from college football to NASCAR. We've got you covered. And don't forget to stick around for the world-famous Bet Your Nuts, where we will give you your best bets to make the most money. Now sit back, grab your favorite drink of choice, and join Robbie Davis, Raj Mehta, Brandon Chain, and Tom Sloan. It's showtime! Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Reckless Speculation. We are doing our NFL kickoff show, and we've got some things for you today. So we're going to go through the AFC North. Are they the best conference right now? What's going on there? Uh, Eagles-Cowboys recap. What? I mean, we're going to get into it. it. It's just kind of a debacle. And my boy... C.J. Stroud, what's he doing in the NFL? This is crazy. Uh, best Ohio State quarterback by far that, that has come out of there. Um, Josh Dobbs, can anyone be Kirk Cousins on the Vikings? I mean, really? Let's talk about that. And then we've got our reckless speculation power rankings. We're going to break it all down for you. And we got your bet, your nuts, so stay tuned. Um, but let's go ahead and introduce the cast here. We're going to start with someone who is – on time, Mr. Raj Mehta. Raj, what's up, brother? <sighs> Nothing, dude. I, I thought I was three hours late. I'm still going <laughs> on West Coast time. So uh, I guess I fucked up in the right way. Yeah, you did You did well, for, for sure. Uh, look at these graphics that Tom has put together. They're, they're incredible. Uh, speaking of that, let's, let's bring him in, man. What's going on, Tom? What's up, fellas? Uh, it's it's the least I can do to bring something to the show. Dude, you're killing it. it it's it gets better every day. Um, if you guys don't follow us, you should. We're gonna throw a little infomercial out there or something about it later. But uh, like, subscribe, do all the things. Um, further ado, Robbie Davis. Well, hello, gentlemen. What's going on, buddy? Hey. Glad to be here, and uh, what a NFL weekend we have coming up. Uh, it's, it's not a crazy docket, but, you know, we got some pretty game, pretty good games to talk about here. So um, let's start with the division here in the AFC North. What's going on here? Uh, is this just reckless speculation going on, or – are these teams really that good? I mean, we're talking about the Browns, uh, the Bengals, who've been great as of late. They're they're last in the division right now. The Steelers, which what are they really? They're tied for second, <laughs> right? Tied for second, exactly. But uh, <laughs> then you got the you know the the Ravens who are actually doing okay, but they're kind of quiet. Haven't made any big splashes. Um, so let's go to you, Tom, first. What do you think about this AFC North division? What's going on here? I, I think Is coming it just into a doubled this, mess. Oh, I mean, I think the, the, the indication coming into the season was 
it wasn't going to be a very, very, um, you know, uh, competitive division. I think a lot of us thought that Cincinnati was, was going to probably be the leaders of the pack, but I, I, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that if, if the season was to end today, all four teams would be in the playoffs. Um, and I think the one common theme with each team in that division really is defense. Defense. Uh, even Cincinnati's defense is very strong. You, Baltimore's defense, number one in the NFL. Uh, maybe uh, Top five. Cleveland's, I think, statistically is number one. And really, if <laughs> the Steelers, their defense is what's keeping them afloat. Definitely not their offense, but um, – it's 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 wild, and the second half of this season, I think, uh, starting this week with Browns Ravens, uh, is, is going to be a dogfight. Uh, who's got the better defense? So, um, looking at it, yes, statistically, Cincinnati's in fourth place, but I think they have the most upside at the moment with a healthy Joe Burrow. Although Jamar Chase has got a, a back issue, but. T. Higgins has been on fire. Joe Mixon's Joe Mixon. Um, but I think the key for them really is is seems like Burrow's got that uh, calf injury under wraps. So, um, but not to discredit what Baltimore's done, specifically with two of the top three teams in the NFC, they've pretty much dismantled them in, in my Detroit Lions and then last week against Seattle. So, Quietly, they're having one hell of a season, and and at home, I don't think there's a better team in the NFL. So, um, clearly, it's the best best conference right now in all of football. Um, will it stay that way? We'll see. But man, defense from top to bottom is 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 fantastic. I, I can't agree more. Defense has been the staple here in this conference for sure. I mean. You, you give me these teams in the start of the, the season and there's no way all four are, are where they're at right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to segue into a question for Raj. Is Joe Burrow back? Like, have has he gotten over that ankle injury? And now after that beating and, you know, against the Bills, where everyone had the bills like money. I mean, Vegas had the bills and Joe Burrow just comes in nonchalant Joe Shiesty and, and throws it up, gets the dub. Like where do they stand now? What do you think their potential is? I think there's no question that one thing we've learned about Joey B is that he is streaky as hell. And when it's bad, it can be bad. But when it's good, it's good usually about 75% of the time. And, you know, last year he won, what, like nine nine in a row, something like that. They won uh, from week uh, nine all the way through uh, the 18th week. They had all wins. So seven wins in a row. Um, I think he's just, you know, he's kind of like Georgia and Alabama in college football with a new quarterback. You know, just hangs around here and there until everybody starts developing and getting better and better and better. And then there's no better leader at quarterback in today's NFL than Joey Burrow. Well said, dude. Well said. Uh, Rob, different question for you. Uh, Somewhat similar. Joe Burrow or Lamar Jackson in this division? Like 
who who do you think can actually come out on top with a home field advantage in the playoffs? Um, Lamar Jackson by far. Like I was looking at the schedules and like no one has an easy schedule, but look at Cincinnati. We've got Texans, which is all of, all of a sudden a little complicated. At Ravens, Steelers, at Jags, Colts, Vikings with Josh Dobbs, at Steelers, at Chiefs. I don't think I like that matchup. Um, and Joe Burrow is a bit of a bum. And um, so if you give me anyone versus Joe Burrow, I'm taking uh, I'm taking Lamar Jackson. I could have wrote this script for you before I asked you the question. For people that don't know, (laughs) um, I have a hatred for (laughs) bum Joe Burrow because of fantasy two years ago Um, and Andy Dalton and now Kirk Cousins. Yeah, so (sighs) – Let's let's segue a little bit, and this is a question for all of you, real quick, rapid fire. Josh Dobbs coming in here, um, doing just as good, if not better, than Kirk Cousins is. Is Kirk Cousins just a formality in this offense? And and we'll go to you first, Robbie. You're raising your hand like a child with a wrong answer. So uh, we'll go to you. Yeah, Josh it's, it just it's it's plug and play here. Well, uh, yes, I think I think Minnesota is a little plug and play. Um, I will say, as someone who watched Josh Dobbs all the way through college, he made he made Butch Jones fifty to sixty million dollars. Butch Jones was a clown show. Joshua Dobbs cleaned up his mess. Joshua Dobbs is a brilliant guy who can quickly pick up offenses and play the game of football. He's no Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, uh, Patrick Holmes, but he is a very smart guy that can play football. And uh, that's the, that's what the Vikings have with him now. And uh, they've got some talent. Give him time. He can be a, Middle of the road, back of the road quarterback. He's no savior, but he is a brilliant guy that can play play football. No, I agree, and I, I jumped ahead a little bit. It, Josh Jobs was down the docket a little bit, but it just kind of segued into that question. Yeah. Uh, I I really believe that too. I think Josh Jobs. I mean, he's such a cerebral guy. He knows the game of football so well. Um, not the most athletic quarterback that you're going to see, but. He's, he's a game manager, and I, I've said this several times on this podcast, but like an Alex Smith, like somebody that yeah. just – that is super cerebral that can just manage the game and get you through it and not turn it over. Uh, and, and that's what you want when you have, you know, all-stars around. Yeah, there you go. He's a he's an aerospace engineer. You know, the, this is his day job, uh, and, and football is his secondary job. So – you get a guy like this who who is that cerebral and uh is pretty athletic obviously he he can he can play football in the NFL so it got to be pretty athletic so um just 
it's a plug and play for me with with that offense as well. And um, we'll see how it how it goes. Uh, Justin Jefferson is off the IR. He's he's got 21 days to report uh, eligible. I think it's going to happen next week. Hopefully, he's on my fantasy team. God willing, I hope that God he comes back. It, that was my first overall pick, and it's killing me right now. But um, I digress. We're going to move on. Hey, Let's real talk quick, about this. So, can oh, I just quickly on that? It, it's kind of to me like a, a rookie pitcher who got hit hard in double A, but in the majors where everybody sees fastballs and they're used to fastballs, this kid's got a curveball that you've never seen before. And the first time you see it, you're going to whiff on it and be like completely like, what the hell was that? But pretty soon you're going to adjust and you're sure. going to be able to hit that kid. And case in point, you know, Dobbs had seven. Nobody knew what the hell Minnesota didn't know what it would look like. And you got a ton of weapons on that team. And he came out there and for a smart guy who's way more mobile. I mean, he had 66 yards on the ground. Uh, Cousins had 25 yards all year. So. I don't think it's quite plug and play. I mean, we're going to truly see how effective he is in the next few weeks. His team, teams will be able to I mean, no film, nothing. And when you're expecting Minnesota, the last thing you expect is a quarterback taken off on you. Uh, so I do think it was a nice change of pace. I do think he can do well with those weapons, but I wouldn't call it plug and play. Well, and, and, and not, not, not being a Dobbs Homer, but, Vice, the, the the vice versa is true, right? Like, so he came out there. He didn't know his receiver's name. Oh, that's insane! Yeah, that's and insane. like, like he the was offensive like, hey. lineman didn't even know his yeah. cadence. Yeah, he taught them like, his cadence right before he went in the game. Yeah, and what does that say about Tom? Tom, what does this say about the Falcons? Oh, <laughs> uh, you mean um, Arthur <laughs> Smith, whose father's a, a five point eight billion dollar uh, uh, FedEx creator? Um, yeah. It says they're in a lot of trouble, <laughs> and uh, Arthur Smith will be looking for a a new job here. He used to be the OC for the Titans, and we loved him, but he's almost fallen into that Josh McDaniel role of maybe you're better as an OC than you are as a head coach. For sure, dude. Like there's there's so so much so much transparency there with coaches that try to get a little too big. Uh, you know, for their shoes. And everyone wants to chase that head coaching job, right? It just doesn't always work out. And um, Arthur Smith is is unfortunately going to fall to the fold as one of those people. Uh, but again, bringing in a, a kid like Josh Dobbs, uh, it's just phenomenal. Like, I mean, dude, so cerebral. Like, to learn and and – run through that offense like he did. That was incredible. Well, really um, quick, uh, um, McConnell, the coach of the Vikings, was on Pat McAfee's show earlier this week and basically said that he called the play. So he's he's in his ear like, okay, here's the play, blah, 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 tell it to the other guys. But as he broke huddle, McConnell's like, um, so the guy on the left, he's running a post route. The tight end's going to do a seam route. So – uh, he mm-hmm. basically dummied down the offense to, you know, he would understand uh, because really he got there Tuesday. The game was Sunday. So, um, but nonetheless, so, he orchestrated a comeback win. And I think 
a lot of plays started with, like Robbie said, he had 66 yards rushing, including a touchdown. So I think well, it started with that and made it a little bit easier. Uh, well, well, what 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 Joshua Dobbs has made himself is a hundred million dollars in career earnings, being a journeyman backup in the NFL. A very hey, smart man. Yep. A, a journeyman backup in the NFL is a hell of a job. Yes, so, it is. Yes, it is. Let's, you know, just if like you're kids, years. all the kids listening right now, if yeah. you don't make it as a starter. Being a backup is just okay. Yeah, just just understand the craft. Yeah. Understand the craft. Let's uh let's get away from Dobbs and uh, the AFC North, and let, let's talk about the Eagles Cowboys recap. Um, this was a game. I, I think some of us thought we had pegged. Uh, the Cowboys felt like they were on a roll. Um, Eagles. They're hit or miss, and let's go to you first, Tom. What what do you think of this game recap here, and where does Dallas stand now? I think right now it was probably to at this point was probably the game of the year, um, and I think that Dallas loses because Dak Prescott uh, and the offensive line basically gave up some really bad sacks in that last possession. They get the ball back. They drive down. They're in the red zone. And then they get pushed way back, a couple bad sacks. But I just think when it mattered most, Dak failed. And that's kind of been his MO, his career. Um, three and a half quarters, he's he's brilliant. But when they need him to just punch that ball in and, and go as far as Stepping out of bounds, going in for a two-point conversion. I mean, you have to be aware where you're at on the field. And the last play of the game, he throws it four yards short of the goal line. Um, That ball has to go beyond. And every route has to go beyond the goal line. You're not going to get an underneath uh, route and and have the Eagles not make that stop. So I think it was a combination of of just – Bad call playing and, and Dak Prescott, but I, I think you're right. I think I think Philly is probably the most fraudulent seven and one team that we've seen. They've been playing with fire. Uh there's a left knee injury that Jalen Hurts is dealing with that he does not want to talk about. The Eagles don't want to talk about, but it is affecting his ability to scramble and the way he throws. So I think that's going to come into play here sooner or later. And fast forward to the schedule that they have remaining. They've got a juggernaut. Yeah. And and it wouldn't shock me if, based upon that schedule alone, the rematch of this game could be for the NFC East. So uh, by no means I don't think Dallas is out of it yet. Um based on the scheduling, but um, I mean, it was, it was a classic. It was a classic Eagles Cowboys matchup. Uh, The fans were fired up and uh, I expect nothing less for the rematch, but I'm not sold on the Eagles. Yeah, I I agree there. Uh, Dak just, it, I mean, he's almost transparent at this point like he always has these games every year where big stage big lights and somehow he just can't get it done and 
you know, the Eagles, like you said, they're, they're kind of somewhat of, of a mirror image of their old self. Like they don't look near the team they were last year. And, you know, they're, they're playing that card and they're winning games. Uh, but uh, again, it's against like a bad Cowboys team and, and that sake. Uh, Raj, what do you think about the Cowboys? Are they done in the East or you think they can make a run here? Oh, I think Tom's right. I mean, one thing about that game is if you're an NFL fan, there were the players made plays, uh, the right player, CD with 200, Dak throws three TDs, hurts. It had all the drama you know, getting hurt, still running for a TD, throwing two. Um, AJ, you know, Devonta, they're all, both had TDs. It, like all the marquee guys, if you'd write a script, it, it showed. Um, there was one turnover, and each team had 10 penalties, so it wasn't the cleanest game. Um, but, no, that's why I thought it was a pretty sensational game. But I think just like Philly and their defense, um, by the way, which is fourth to last in passing yards allowed, and uh, when it comes to points, let's put it this way, the Raiders defense allows less points uh, per game than Philly, uh, which is all you need to say. Um, you know, they're definitely transparent. Like you said, you, you can kind of what you see is what you get and they're kind of fooling people. But when it comes to the Cowboys, um, I see a very winnable schedule. You know, well, actually, well, you know, you got the Giants, Panthers. Washington, that's three wins next week. Seattle at home, four wins. Philly at home, I think five wins. They can win that game at Buffalo, at Miami, Detroit, at Washington. So not the easiest thing, but, you know, I, I see six wins there. Um, no, look at you know, look at the Eagles win. schedule. Look at look at what the Eagles have to go up against. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the question is, you know, 11 wins in the NFC. Does that get you in? It fucking better. So at least I think they get in and get, you know, a pretty high seed. Yeah, Eagles, Eagles are Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, Cowboys, Seahawks, Giants, Cardinals. They, oh. They're they've got they're a little bit of a gauntlet too. Yeah. It's uh it could come down to the last two weeks of the season, who comes out of that division. So yeah, Robbie, we all agree it's it's definitely gonna be between those two in that division. Who's your favorite right now? In the NFC? Mm-hmm. Um, so, as much as I'd like the Lions, I still think it's the Eagles, that tough schedule you guys talked about. But to, to beat the champs, you got to knock out the champs. And I'm not sure anyone's knocking out the champs just yet. Um I don't trust anyone in the NFC East. I, I do trust the Lions, but I just don't know if they can they can they can win enough uh, to take that take out the Eagles. So I think the road to the Super Bowl goes to Philly. I, I don't disagree. I I actually out of this whole conference, I, I trust the Lions more, which is crazy yeah. to say. <laughs> they're they're more just. Uh, and they're healthy, like again. steady, just just a more steady, predictable team for the most part. Than, I mean, the Cowboys and Eagles. It's like the Lions and Bears and like, oh my! Like you just don't know what's going on. Well, what's that. crazy is 
if the Lions go to the Super Bowl, it's just a couple of bounces away from the Lions winning the goddamn Super Bowl. Well, yeah. That would be his dream day. But one thing about Detroit, you know, the other teams, they've been on the stage. They've been in the spotlight. And I'm a firm believer if you have to pay your dues, um, you got to get there. And a couple of weeks ago, Detroit went into Baltimore, a marquee matchup, game of the week. And to say they lay an egg, they yeah, laid an egg would be beyond an understatement. They did. Um, it showed me they were not ready for that. Now, granted, at Baltimore is about as tough as it gets, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But they just got smashed. I mean, you know, before they got their first first down, Baltimore scored four TDs. Lions schedule's they easy, though. To me more, yeah. although they're the best offensive line, et cetera. When the lights are shining and everybody's watching you, you know, Dallas is used to that. Philly is used to that. Detroit <laughs> has a lot to prove. No, I don't, I don't disagree with you, Raj, but, you know, in-game, like in-season game, like when you're playing week-to-week, blah, 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 when you have normal preparation time, right, um, you get this in the NFL. You get these teams that are supposed to dominate, blah, 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 and they hiccup. It's the NFL, right? Like you you see that day in and day Humble out. Pie. Humble yeah. pie. Now, Humble pie. Any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. Exactly right. These are all professional athletes. These are all NFL players. They go to work the same way, and and they they are there to win. Um, But it's just a game, right? Just one game. And eventually, as as the season goes on, it it starts to squeeze and close down, and and people get a little bit more amped up or, or focused, I guess. Um, and you see that, especially when you give any good coach preparation, two weeks, you know, whatever it be, coaches win. Uh, they just do. I mean, that that just is what happens. So there's a lot of back and forth in NFL. So it's, it's really hard to predict, obviously. Uh, that's what makes it fun. And that's why we, you know, we throw out our bet your nuts and, and, Hope uh, everyone makes a little bit of money. But I will, I will say that on these, like whether it's reality show quarterback or hard knocks, whatever, it really is. Like these coaches really are. It is just one week at a time. Like it's not coach speak. Like they really do oh, just yeah. focus mm-hmm. one week. It's at just time. one like, week. Like yeah. it's not like college. Like yeah. when you lose in a conference, and like it could be detrimental to your entire season. This is NFL, like one week loss, like who cares? Who cares who you lost to? It doesn't matter if it's the 0-4, you know. It's almost a freakishly focus that they have. Yeah, it's completely insane because the 0-4 Browns can beat the 7-2, you know. What's like, Brandon, could you imagine just being like, oh, I have to build this one house or this one job and not thinking – you can't even let your mind – Beer to the next job, like that's insane. Like, hey, that, that's why I'm cost plus, so you know that solves all that. But anyway, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, we digress. Uh, let's let's move on real quick. Uh, I know we've bounced around. On, we Tom did this whole nice line up here, and I'm I'm a bad host. I'm bouncing all over the place. I'm gonna try to stay in form. So we went uh, AFC North Cowboy. Now we're gonna talk about my boy CJ Stroud. Let's go. 
Uh, not possibly, but he is the best quarterback that's ever come out of Ohio State. We don't make – Ohio State, let's be honest, we do not make quarterbacks that translate to the NFL. I mean, Troy Smith might have been our best specimen, and, you know, he wasn't that great in the NFL. So, uh, you know, we thought we had a lot of – a lot of hype in Justin Fields, and you know that that's kind of down the wayside, especially after this performance. Thirty for forty-two, four hundred and seventy yards, five TDs. If you had him on your fantasy team, I think you scored eighty points alone with <laughs> CJ Stroud. The guy, um, the guy in my league had him on his bench, and he's uh, the namesake of his team. Had him on. The oh game. my god. Uh, just, just what an incredible performance! Hey, can we, can, we, can we call that guy? What a comeback! Can we call him man. right now? Oh, uh, and he's a uh, he's Tom, a uh, Ohio State slappy. Tom, let's call call him. Call him. <laughs> no, that's not. Um, just <laughs> so, a question to you. I'll go to you first, Robbie. From the typical Ohio State quarterback, you know, we've seen all these, you know, oh, they're going to do so well and transition to NFL, and they haven't. Is C.J. Stroud the real deal? Um, yes, I think he is. And also, like, I want to forever put to bed these stupid NFL tests about like these, whatever that they, oh, if a train leaves Missouri at one time, they're going to leave, you know, LA at one time, whenever they meet, that has nothing to do with playing football. Like, like and it's so stupid. Watch CJ Stroud play against Georgia. The, the same Eagles team that has drafted every Georgia lineman they can find because they realize they can play football. CJ Stroud lit them up in a bowl game. Like, that's all you need to know at his best. Like, CJ Stroud. Like, okay, I get it. Throw away half the Big Ten. It's not NFL caliber, but they played against Georgia, who won the national championship. CJ Stroud lit them up, and they came very close to beating him. And you're going to say, oh, I question his NFL skills. That's just idiotic. So stop with this nonsense of this whatever metric and whatever. I can't. What, what's the test called? The Wonderlick. The Wonderlick. Yeah. Stop no, this. No, it's not the Wonderlick. It, it, there's a new test that they did. Yeah, um, whatever it is. Play, just watch film. Wonderlick was the old one. And yeah, act- just do the, do the play football test. CJ Stroud could play football, and I'm upset he's in the Titans division. Yeah, you guys are screwed for a decade at least. I yeah, know. Let's let's segue that. Um, Raj, you continue on thoughts on that, CJ Stroud. Yeah, to show you the bullshit about those tests, supposedly they're supposed to mimic like decision making and quick decision making. Uh, a lot of that in the NFL. C.J. Stroud has 14 TDs to one interception. He's only been sacked 18 times, which I thought, well, maybe he's not throwing picks because he's taking sacks. Uh, To give you an idea, uh, Sam Howell 
has been sacked 44 times. So it's not that. He was named a captain straight out of camp for a rookie quarterback, which uh, isn't happen, doesn't happen as much as people think. Um, so when it comes to leadership and decision-making and just everything, every throw he can make, uh, Rancho Cucamonga's finest, C.J. Stroud, is the epitome of a franchise quarterback. He's like and, and I'm eating crow to some extent on that. Uh, but, you know, I associated team with player when he was in college. Uh, and I didn't look at the player enough. And that kid is a player. Here, so here, uh, if if I could jump in real quick, Brandon. Yeah. Um, here's something that kind of goes unnoticed with CJ Stroud. He was thrown in at a young age to be the man of the family. His father was incarcerated at a very young age. So he developed leadership skills very young. And I really believe that that he's carried that moniker throughout his you know football career. And I and, and I really believe one thing that he gets kind of I don't know, looked at in a negative light. He's quiet. He's a quiet leader. We don't know what goes on in that locker room. Clearly, he's a leader of men to wear that C on his chest, but um I really think uh, the the adolescent development at a young age has kind of prepared him to where he is today. That that gets unnoticed, and and I'm telling you, as uh, he's fun to watch, and I I can't recall seeing a quarterback look so comfortable in the NFL making uh, high pressure uh, throws. Forty six seconds he had. And he marched that team down, and and they won the game. Incredible, and and kudos to that kid. He's got a hell of a career ahead of him. They're four and four with two losses by two points. I mean, they easily could be six and two with a rookie quarterback and a team that won what one or two games last year. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. wow. Well, let's just say Texans fleeced the draft. First off, oh, yeah, um, they did. They they just they they tricked everybody. It, it was unbelievable. Great Best coach, draft yeah. I've seen in, in quite some time. But C.J. Stroud, not to, you know, be a homer or anything here. Uh, no, good kid. I did not see this potential coming out in the NFL just because I've been disappointed so many times with, you know, these systematic quarterbacks at Ohio State that are, you know, blah, blah, blah. They're going to be great in the NFL. Hadn't transitioned. He's the real deal. And – you know, to your point, Tom, as far as a leadership thing, he he invites his entire offensive line and uh, receivers and running backs to dinner at least once a week at his house, at his place where he stays, where he lives. Come over, like I'm buying, like let's let's go. And you know, one of the things I saw that he he said he was like. I, I don't get respect. It has to be earned and mm. the captain has it. to be earned. And that, that it kid is gets for it. sure. Um, he, he totally gets it. So kudos to him. Um, I'll, I'll, I can go down a, you know, Buckeye spiral here real quick. So yeah. we're, we're going to move on. Well, well, as, as a Michigan fan, I respect the hell out of that kid. Well, and I'm before, rooting hard. Before for him. we move on, Brandon, 
what they're doing with CJ Stroud is what they're doing, what they did with Jalen Hurts. The owner said, Hey, I'm right. Even if you're a Super Bowl coach, we're moving you out. Like, we're we're gonna build our offense around this guy. And that's what they did yeah. with Jalen Hurts. And like they Yeah, said, no, you're no, you're exactly right, dude. And yeah. you know, when when you believe in something like that and that much and and somebody, um, it, it shows and and both of them, Hertz and Stroud. Yeah. I mean, two phenomenal people, uh, leaders and you know, can can do everything they want in this league. So. And, and and sometimes it takes old white men, oddly enough, to show young white men the door and say, "Hey, these people are the future." Oh, for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, all right, so we're we're only we're not too far in here. Um, let's see, we've hit most of the topics. Let's go. Let's go to the power rankings. So let's look at um, what we think as a top five teams in the NFL right now. Uh, we'll start with you, Tom. Well, here's the the overall uh, based on uh, record here. You got the Eagles, Chiefs. Ravens, Lions, and Jaguars, and really mine, mine's going to kind of mimic that in a sense. I think, I think the Ravens right now look like the best team in the NFL. Uh, very complete. Lamar is is really making plays surprisingly enough with his with his arm. He's he's only second hand uh, using his legs, which. Shows me he's he's his development as a as a quarterback really is is has been pretty phenomenal. So I think they're number one. Um, I, I, I Eagles because eight and one um, ahead of the, in the NFC, they're winning games right now. I, I don't think, like I said earlier, I don't think that's going to last. But uh, uh, I'm going to go the Lions number three. Big game this week against the Chargers. Uh, they're healthy. And I think if you can get uh, a performance like Jameer Gibbs gave you two weeks ago on Monday night, mm, that's, that's a scary combination. Uh, Chiefs at number four. I'm not, I, I'm not buying the Chiefs hype. They're squeaking by uh, the Dolphins for as bad as they played last week and have bad. They shot themselves in the foot. They should have won that game. Kansas city had a nice first quarter. That was it. Um, and then, I like where Jacksonville's at. I really do. Um, I want to see them tested a little bit more. But ever since they got back from London, or they went to London, they haven't lost. This is a different team. Um, so it's 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 kind of a weak division. Will that hurt them? Uh, same way it could possibly hurt the Lions with them being in a uh, weaker division. But as it stands right now, I I, I like how they're playing. So. Um, Ravens, Eagles, Lions, Chiefs, and Jags. So um, it's fluid. I'm sure that'll change week to week. Oh, yeah. It's the NFL. Always does. Uh, Raj, who you got for your top five? I know my top three, and that right now is Baltimore at number one. Um, I'm going with Kansas City at number two due to less holes, especially on defense uh, compared to my number three team which is Philadelphia. 
four, I have to go with Jacksonville. The reason being is amongst Jacksonville, Detroit, Buffalo, and Miami, Jacksonville has three wins over teams with winning records. Detroit, Buffalo, and Miami each only have one. I would have put Detroit here if not for what happened on that one night. Because that was just one game and they are very well balanced, I am putting Detroit at number five ahead of Miami and Buffalo. Well, Buffalo's not even in the playoffs at this point. Yeah, but I it's still there. You know, the, the yeah. base is still there. The the, the the guys are still there. The dudes are. Um, sure, sure. You know, and they're in an easy division. Uh, not easy, but, you know, you got two teams that you should beat four times, you know, four wins each year. So. Mm-hmm. All right, Bobby, same question. Who's your top five? I was wishing you weren't going to ask me this. Um, <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> this is like when you're sitting there being like, please don't ask me this question. Blow the whistle. Um, Blow the whistle. That's a serious all hey, right. this is just this week. Like, it's going to be fluid. I know. All of ours are going to change next week. All right, I'm going Philly Guaranteed. number one. Baltimore two. And I hate this question. I am going Miami three. I'm going to Detroit for – I cannot tell you how much I hate that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are dating because they are really screwing up my fantasy life at the moment. Um, so without them, I'm going Cincinnati as number five. Seattle – or Kansas City is screwed – He's going to Germany or Brano, South America. I'm. He's going to Argentina this weekend. Yeah, Argentina. I'm so pissed at this whole relationship, and I took him two overall. And this is what's happening. You were so excited. You're you're a Travis Kelsey fan and a Taylor Swift fan, and yeah. you know now <laughs> finally, finally. It, it's starting to get under your skin because it's, yeah, it's been on mine since like the second time they showed her the whole game in Kansas City. So, um, anyways, so uh, Brandon, my, your, your, Brandon, your picks. Yeah, my my picks here. Um, I'm gonna go Ravens, Chiefs, Bengals, Dolphins, Lions. Philly, that's six, but <laughs> it is what it is. Um, wait, 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 sorry, sorry. Cincy, Miami, and then Philly. No, I got Ravens, Chiefs, Bengals, Dolphins, Lions, Philly. Uh, Lions are null, null, or Philly's null and void, but yeah, Philly's null and void. But uh, I, yeah, I got Lions, Lions number five. Um. I like I do like what the Ravens are doing. They're silent, they're quiet, um, not a lot of noise in the media. They're just, you know, silently winning and you know, maybe, maybe that's good for them right now. Uh 
Chiefs, they, they've got all the weapons, everything. I don't like the Swifty thing, kind of – anytime that's a announcement – Pre-game, like I'm like shit, they're gonna lose. Like, what if, do you if have Taylor 15 Swift guy goes on his bye week unless he's if, dating Taylor Swift? Well, no. It, so now we're starting to grade Taylor Swift there versus not there, and like what Kelsey's yards are versus her. There it's a real thing, and well, of course it is, and like it's a it's a complete shit show, and like all these other antics and statistics, we don't need. Please just stop. Just let us watch football. <laughs> like I don't want Taylor Swift involved in football. Yeah, I, mean, I, I agree. Going, go do your airs tour. Don't you have to go to Germany or something? Like leave the United States and do something else. Uh, like well, you're screwing up football. I'm the, the biggest screwing up. Yeah, I don't, I don't want her in, in my NFL coverage. She's screwing up the yeah, greatest tight end ever. We, we say it all the time. It's about money, and the NFL fucking loves it. The traffic. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Whenever she's on the TV, yes, they do triples, dude. They uh, they gain like I mean probably twelve year olds percent of their fan, fifteen yes. percent gross in fans. Well, I, I sent on, I sent on, on, on our fans texting. Our fans texting. Like they've got to be paying her twenty million bucks appearance to be like, hey, come to the show, come to the game, oh, yeah, and dude. I know. I, mean, I almost feel like it's a like signed contract. Like, you well, know, there's there's rumors the that it's just a PR stunt. But well, of course, well, those rumors are gonna. Fall. She doesn't need the money, but Whatever. the NFL must give this something. Either that, it's or not, you have a fucking twelve hey. inch dick. I don't. Oops, was that out loud? Well, listen. Something's going it, on, dude. It's not his Except or her fault. It's it's the public's fault and the media. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just but they're they're both it. getting exposure to entirely different audiences that they're yep. than they're used to. So it's kind of crazy. Whole different level like, of fandom. Rob is the if, only. If it's all real and good, like just let them have their personal life. Like let her be a singer, let him be a football player and just don't mix the two. Like fucking let's just watch football. I can talk about this for hours. I know. Anyway. All right. We're done with right, this. Right. Bet, bet, bet or nuts. No, I got one question before oh. we do bet or nuts. Um, let's say it's fourth and goal and you're in the Super Bowl. You're down by six. Who's the running back you're going to give the ball to? Like ever or current? From what yard line did you say? Um, let's let's say you're. It's fourth and goal, so yeah, two yard line, one yard line, something like that. Pick a running back currently. Who are you giving the ball to? Currently, currently in the league. Currently. Currently in the league. So that means not Jamal Williams, who just like shits out touchdowns. Yeah, we're not <laughs> doing like Jerome Bettis or you know. I'll, I'll, I'll go with Derrick Henry. So Derrick yeah. Henry. All right. I Tom. I I like David Montgomery. I mean, he's already proven it. I think he's got six touchdowns and three or four of them are at the goal line. Uh, so he's. You know, last year it would have been Jamal Williams. Can, but, can uh, we go Jalen Hurts with a tush push? <laughs> oh, well, that's no true. that that's that's Kelsey, and he's the center, and he doesn't get credit for that. That's and he's that's retiring after this season, and that play is going to be illegal next year. 
Yeah. Well, it shouldn't be. How can that be illegal? It's you can you want to talk about sign stealing? We're telling you exactly where we're going. Yeah. And you can't stop. Yeah, it can't well, be illegal. We know, we know <laughs> it's the it. number one topic in the uh the owners' meetings or the I mean, they know competition like, committee. Like, it's it's like it's like it's like hey, I'm running triple option. I will I will stop watching NFL if they ban that play. That is the stupidest <laughs> shit I've ever heard in my life. Um anyway, Raj, who's your running back? You're on the one or two yard line currently. Who are you giving it to? Some may be surprised, but this guy is a big guy that has not fumbled and just finds the end zone, and that's Baltimore's Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards, yeah. I like it. Only he and Travis Etienne have not fumbled of guys that have uh, over 100 carries and seven or more TDs, and uh, I trust him not to fumble. Or just to go straight up the middle, Jamal Williams style, unlike ETN that could bounce outside, lose the game for you. So I'm going big Gus. Love it. I love it. Um, I'm going to pick outside the box here. Little small guy. He's a, he's a little fast though. And he, he squeezes in those holes. And he's also the best running back in the league. Give me Christian McCaffrey. Oh, dude doesn't fumble. Yeah, yeah. And Alvin Kamara makes, would be also a good pick. He makes the two yard plays when they need him. And give me Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, all day. that's a yeah, good. Derrick Henry's right choice there. That's a good that one. one. Uh, Probably you're awesome. right, Rob. But where's the fun in that? The guy's done it. For yeah, the exactly. <laughs> So we've we've gone through everything here. Now it's time for the famous. It's time for Bet Your Nuts. All right, we got a. One, two, three, five games here. We're going to go uh, Tom first because his beloved Lions versus Raj's not Chargers, but Raiders. Robbie used to be kind of a Chargers fan, I think. He lived in San no, Diego. No, good God, no. Yeah, you you're one of those like random fans that showed up to the game wearing no, random I colors. I hate the Chargers with passion. <laughs> Me too. Right. I've got it up to three right now. It was one and a half initially this game. I yeah. think we, yeah, we picked it at one and a half. Uh, Lions Chargers, one and a half in SoFi. Uh, Tom, who you got here? This this is going to be Ford, Ford Field West. I'm expecting 50,000 Lion fans <laughs> pouring into the uh, SoFi Stadium. Here's Here's one thing to look at. David Montgomery. Frank Ragnow, Jonah Jackson, healthy and playing. Huge get. Jonah Jackson's probably the best left guard in the NFL. Frank Ragnow's top three center. Not to mention the the kind of power back ability with David Montgomery. I think that matters. Look for a lot of offense. I'm, I, I see a big game out of Jamison Williams, his coming out party. This number's ridiculous. Even if it's three, I think it's ridiculous. Lions coming off a bye. This is a big game, statement game for the Lions on the road where 
their only road loss really has was bad against Baltimore. They recover. This is this has got a big win written all over it. Give me the Lions here. No, I like it. I like it. Uh, Robbie? I was very confident on Detroit until, until Tom was so confident on Detroit. So I think <laughs> I'm going to take the Chargers in this one because, uh, yeah, Tom's too confident. <laughs> I love it. I love the reasoning behind that. Yeah, Raj, throw some sense into these boys. I'll tell you, man, this is the game I'm most excited for. Um, but first of all, Tom's right. And don't take this the wrong way, Tom, but for about 30 years, Detroit was the biggest shithole aside from Cleveland in the country. Oh, where did people move? They moved to where it's warm. Mm -hmm. There are hundreds of thousands of people in L.A. from Michigan and from Detroit. Yep. Plus, if you're going to pick a road game and the wife lets you go with your boys uh, – to one road game, you're either picking SoFi or Vegas in all likelihood, maybe Miami. Uh, so Thomas, right? There's going to be 65,000 Honolulu blue. Uh, and, and for me, the coolest part about this is the best offensive line in football against arguably the best defensive line, at least when it comes to pass rushing with, with my boy Tui uh, from SC, Morgan Fox, Bosa and Khalil Mack. That's 25 sacks amongst mm -hmm. those four against the best OL in the in, in football. Panay so Sewell hasn't given up a, a sack Sewell. yet this year? Panay Sewell hasn't given up a sack since he was like 11. Um, I'm going to take at one and a half, you got to give me the more balanced team in their in front of their home stadium, and that's Detroit. <laughs> love it. I love it. Uh, I'm all over the lines here too. I mean – you guys are dumb dumbs. You know, uh, the Chargers, they're, they just, they're like the Cowboys of the West Coast. Like they I just, hate the Chargers. They're the worst. They do, right. they do the same well. shit. Like they, they're supposed to be good. Herbert's supposed to be good. And then they just shit the bed every time. So uh, there's no way that the, Honolulu Blues losing this one. Uh, we one just and like a half. Are you kidding me? I'd take them by seven. So give me the lines. All right, moving on. Let's go to your first, Raj. We're going 49ers Jags. It's in Jacksonville. 49ers. We're talking Christian McCaffrey. Uh, possibly uh, Debo. I think Debo's he might back. be back. Yeah, yeah. I think he's back Debo's this week. Back. So, I mean, full arsenal. And and our uh, Mr. 299 irrelevant Brock Purdy against the Jags. And, I mean, they're, they're – That was Jags plus four. Is that right? Three. Plus three. Plus three. Yeah, normally with a home team getting three points, you take that home team. Yeah, they have wins against three teams with winning records, but the Niners are the Niners, and you give that team warm weather with McCaffrey, Kittle, Ayuk, and now the difference maker in Debo, then I don't know how you pick against, even though they've lost three in a row, San Francisco. You, they, The proof is in the pudding. Um, I think it's going to be a reality check for Jacksonville. 
which probably means the Jags will win by 40 when I say it, but uh, <laughs> give me SF. No, I like it. Uh, Tom, same question. Uh, th- th- a lot like the Lions. This is a, I won't say make or break week. This is a, let's see what you're made of week. And I think Jacksonville's got the right quarterback with the right coach leading the way in Doug Peterson. Um, I think the foundation might have been cracked with Brock Purdy. And I'm not sure how much Debo coming back makes that big of a difference. I know it gives them different options, but I I don't know. They've they've done a complete through uh 180 since the beginning of the season. So at home, I like Jacksonville. All right. Uh, Robbie, same question. <clears throat> I agree with Tom. Um, Kyle Shanahan's an officer genius. He's got weapons, but he doesn't have the play caller that uh, Doug Peterson has. Doug Peterson has the best play caller in this game and the equal weapons to meet, meet, meet them. So I like Jacksonville. <sighs> I hate to say this, but I agree with you guys. Like, I think Jacksonville kind of sneaks up on them here. Um, Brock Purdy is just he, – he's a another Alex Smith. He's a serviceable guy. Like, he's not elite. He, he's good. Uh, but, again, you start to learn as a defensive coordinator. You watch – you observe, you learn, and and you create your defensive scheme around that. And I, I think we're getting later in the season to where uh, Jacksonville can do that. So I do like that uh, Jacksonville play at plus three at home. All right, moving on. Let's go to you, Robbie. Titans in the Bucks, One point favorite. And we got a definitive starter. For quarterback, and that is Mr. Will Levis. Now he's had a little Jacqueline Hyde game. Like he didn't play terrible against the Steelers, but he didn't play great. Um, what are your thoughts here? Uh, toughest game of the weekend for me, uh, off the bat. Uh, Vegas thinks we're better, giving us the, the just the minus one spread. I wouldn't bet my house on it, um, but I'll take the Titans. Which one? Titans. <laughs> yeah. Which house? Yeah. The, the yeah, small yeah. one in Florida or which one? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't bet, I would, I would, I would bet a house on this. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll take that lot off your hands. But I'll take the Titans minus one. All right, uh, I I will reserve my judgment so far. Uh, let's go to Tom next. Yeah, I think uh, good old Baker Mayfield's peaked. Uh, it was a fun story. Week one gets the uh, the angry run scepter from Cal Brandt on the NFL. Good morning, football. Um, I think the the Lions pretty much pulled their 
their souls out of whatever they had left. Uh, Tennessee's got Derrick Henry, and I think this is a this is a game that's heavy run. Uh, weather won't be a factor. I think uh, Willis is going to be a little bit more comfortable another week with the ones. Um, he's he's shown me some 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 positive signs. Um, Tennessee's going to win by a field goal. Tom, I love your optimism. I really do. Uh, Wait, Tom, who'd you get? Who'd you pick? Sorry. It is. It is. He he picked the Titans. Tighten okay. up. I feel good. But and surprisingly enough, they they trade Kevin Byard, and the defenses look okay. So I don't think you have to be overpowering to beat that. No Tampa defense Bay is offense. fine. The problem is our offensive line which is non-existent and constantly in motion, which is also another problem. So with that said, Raj, who do you like? This is one of those games where people on earth suffer that watch us. And there's a lot because we tend to get our team's games in the mix. And no one should care about the Raiders and Jets nor about the Titans and uh, Tampa Bay. So 100% agree. America, even people I know in India, every other country, I'm very sorry. We are all very, <laughs> very sorry. Um, no, no, just tell them, this, tell them this is a basketball game they should worry about. <laughs> Seriously. Just um, make them money. That's yeah. all we care about. Yeah, well, yeah. Hey, just tell, hey, hey, yeah. God damn it. We don't care if they watch the game. We're, we're making them money. Then do the opposite. Um, so in game one, Levis throws 29 times. He looks like Joe Montana. Game two, he throws 39 times against Pittsburgh. He looks like Baker Mayfield as a rookie um, or second year. So the question is, will they be able to run the ball? And interestingly enough. We're talking about the Titans game. Just give us the well, give us your nay. I mean, it's coming down to the run game. And last week, they only gave the ball to Derrick Henry 17 times. I'm Okay, I should just say this. I'm obviously verbose. I don't like white quarterbacks with tattoos. I don't think Baker has a tattoo. So give me Tampa. He probably right. does. Yeah, man. That's all just we need. Probably, you know, it's probably under, under, his, just, hey, that, under his pants, and you can't white see White tattoo of Jedrick Willis. Three, right. three statements. Right. White guys tattoo. Right. Man, you got you got Titans, right? You put the Titans in that one. I hadn't picked anybody yet. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was thinking it through. Um, where, 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 where are your thoughts on guys with tattoos? White I have nothing to do with tattoos. I'm, white I'm talking about people that That's put mayonnaise in their coffee and eat bananas yeah. without peeling the, the rind, so... Um, hey, have you have you seen the all that being said? Have you, have you seen have you seen the ketchup with Connor mayonnaise now? That since Taylor said that, no, stop, no, dude, no. Enough with white we have to. We're, we're trying to get away from Taylor and football here, so no. let's just get away from that. Uh, I'm gonna go. Tampa Bay wins. Titans are. We're in trouble. We're in trouble. So I like Tampa Bay. All right, next. We're going to go to you, Rob. The Browns and Ravens. Ravens 
are giving up six at home. Uh, Brown's defense has been pretty damn good. And like Tom said earlier, this division, if we stopped it today, all of them would be in it in the playoffs. So what do you think here? Can uh, the sighting of Deshaun Watson bring him back? No. Give me Baltimore bigly. Bigly. Is it like bigly, regularly? Huge. 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 <laughs> All right. All right, Tom. Let's go to you. I absolutely do not trust old Rub and Tug, Deshaun Watson. Um, oh. I, I just I, – I don't know what it is. I, I like to judge, and I hate the word judge, but I like to look at players – and see their body language. This guy is, whether he completes a nice pass or he fumbles the ball, which he does often, he's, he's he doesn't have, he shows the same emotions. He doesn't have it. And that bothers me at the quarterback position. I think you need to have a quarterback that's fiery and that's not afraid to show the emotion. Deshaun Watson doesn't do it, and it's a shame. Um, Cleveland's defense is phenomenal. But this game's in Baltimore. You saw what they just did to Seattle. Um, I don't know if they put up as many points as they did last week because Cleveland's defense is is solid. But uh, I talked earlier about um, Lamar's ability to complete passes, his 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 pocket press. This game comes down to his his ability to to get out of the pocket and make plays with his legs. Uh, I think they cover. Uh, Maybe nine, maybe a 10-point win. Love it. Love it. Raj, thoughts on this one? They are teams' defenses one and two in terms of yards allowed. But when it comes to points, Baltimore by far is the best in the NFL at 13.8. It may remind some people of a generational defense in 2001 or two, whenever it was. That team allowed, I think, 10.3. That was so, unreal. Yeah, that, that's still – this team is a lot better than people think. You know, it's a no-name defensive line that just sacks everyone and stops the run. But Cleveland's given up 17.4, so about four points in between those two. So, for example, between 19.5 points and 21.5 points, there's 12 teams. So that four points doesn't sound like much, but that's a big difference. While Cleveland's defense is good, Baltimore's is great. Mm-hmm. Give me Baltimore. Mark right. Andrews. Thank you, Rain Man. Um, I'm going to <laughs> uh I'm gonna also take the Ravens to cover here uh as well. The Browns, <clears throat> I just don't like them. Anything about them, nothing, nothing about Deshaun. Uh, so we're gonna segue into our last and final bet your nuts. Oh, we got the Jets. Have you seen Aaron Rodgers on the sideline? He's been three-step drop over here, like throwing throwing the ball. Use Somebody it. was mic'd up and said, hey, bro, when are you coming back? He said, oh, give me a couple yep. weeks. Yep, that was Derwin James met him at the 50. When are you coming back? Now, this Next is week. all let, – let's be honest. He's If they make the playoffs, there's a slight chance that he could – play in the playoffs. He's not playing this year. 
Let's get that out of the way. All right. First off, Raj, we're going to come to you. Jets, Raiders, at home, in Vegas, plus one. Who you like? The shitty Zach Wilson and what they're doing. Speaking of the great Derwin James, he said this Raider wide receiver is one of the best in the league, and he's just different. And that him was not Devontae. He was talking about Hunter Renfro. And the Raiders' game plan is to get Renfro back in. Yeah, he said he's just different, man. He looks like a CPA. Uh, All that being said. Because he's a short white dude. (laughs) Yes. Um, Can you define quick? (laughs) Exactly. No. Uh, Me blowing my load. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Hey, This game's gross. The Raiders and Pierce. I can't ever take the Raiders confidently. The Jets can run the ball and they have a great, great defense. So I'll take the Jets three to two. We should do true false next time. That was that was tough. Robbie. Jets Raiders at home. I am going Raiders. All right. That's all right. All right. Tom. Uh yeah, what I've done, Raj just wanna what I watched Monday night was probably the most pathetic display of quarterback play I've ever seen. Zach Wilson, number two pick two years ago, is an absolute disgrace. Um, and they keep marching him out there. It's a joke. Um, the Raiders are rejuvenated. Antonio Pierce has got – I'm telling you, that they, they, they look different. Max Crosby was fired up. He was on – Pat McAfee's show the other day, he's fired up. They're smoking stogies. Their whole demeanor's changed. I can't think for the life of me why the Raiders are the dog here. This is stupid. Raiders are going to win by two touchdowns. I want to say and believe everything you just said, by the way. Uh, Graham, what do you got? Being a Raider fan prevents me from that. (laughs) Uh... Give me the Jets here. I think I, I think the Jets, their defense is good enough, and the Raiders' offense is struggling enough. This is a match made in heaven where I think it's a field goal game. It's going to be close. Um, both offenses are just atrocious at this point. Um, so it, it, it's a war of attrition. And I like the better defense, which is the Jets in this case. So give me the Jets. Hmm. Um, Very interesting. All right. Very interesting. Yeah, it is. It's stupid, probably outside the box. But with that being said, this is reckless speculation, boys. And um, we're going to go to final words next. All right, Raj. Final words for tonight's Dude, NFL show. I'm gonna. I'm taking Tom's thunder here. I am stoked on this Chargers Lions game. Best offensive line versus 25 sacks on the defensive line. Uh, just two cool teams that we don't know anything about playing in LA with teams full of uh, stadium full of Lions fans. And finally, you got Honolulu Blue versus Powder Blue. So. Don't adjust your TV sets. Everything <laughs> about this game is going to be fun to watch. I love it. And that's exactly it, man. This is going to be fun 
to watch Detroit, San Diego. I won't call it. Love it. Love it. Tom? Yeah, I I think it's it, it's safe to say the NFL is king. Week in, week out, it's the talk of the town. Uh, if not for uh, what's happening down the road in Ann Arbor, uh, NFL is always key. Well, I'm going to burst them bubble on them. Uh, and it's going to start this Sunday morning. German game, the Colts and Patriots. Unbelievable. This is what we're presenting to the world stage. Embarrassing. And we go to the Thursday night game, which will be starting here within the next hour. Um, Panthers, Bears, are you kidding me? They had an opportunity to flex that game out. They didn't. Uh, it gets better. The aforementioned Jets Raiders on Sunday night. This is this is this is embarrassing. I'll be watching Dateline on Peacock during that game. Uh, and and then you have one team that ha- is on prime time almost every week. The Denver Broncos going to Buffalo. This game is going to be an abomination. Hold up. But yet you, they turn around and they're on Thursday night football again. They got at home against the Vikings. The NFL has to look at these games and realize nobody's watching this crap. Even, even how good the NFL is, <coughs> I have to watch games for what we do. I'm not watching these games. I, you can you can stick a fork in it. I'm done. And if I'm not hey, watching not drinking, line, not I am. I'm watching I am. 2020. Cool. Spoken I, I by think, a true Detroit fan whose game gets stuck at 10 a.m. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I am a slave to this product. I am drink, waking up at 9 a.m. and drinking. Yeah, well, we'll watch everything. But I think uh, in, uh, Amazon has the same discrepancies uh, as you do, Tom, with their whole deal or $78 million a year to the NFL or whatever they're paying it's embarrassing uh, and just a shit product. It's just been I, terrible. So there are I will six be watching better matchups than those three games that are in prime time. I'm I will be six. watching. There will, but the first draw when when Amazon came out with and you had to get Prime only. Let's be honest, it was absolutely atrocious. Like every Thursday night game was the worst on the dog. Raiders and Rams, and then you get the same Raiders. thing. Like you know. Like you said, Denver's, you know, highlighted probably five times this year, which is just stupid. But anyway, we digress. Um, Final thoughts, Robbie? Yes. Um, As occasionally I will do, these are my thoughts only and not the thoughts of the show. Um, There was an election night last night, and – the will of the people came through and they very much voted for pro-choice and pro-liberty and, and women's rights. And um, like I said, this is my view. It's not our show's view. This is my view. Um, and I'm so proud of people that voted and uh, keep up the good fight. And uh, a Democrat, Democrat was elected in Kentucky which is Ms. McConnell and Rand Paul's same territory, which is amazing to me that a Democrat can win there and keep voting, keep getting out there to vote and, uh, and yeah, just keep up the good work. Ohio passed yes, Ohio. marijuana issue two passed. Yes. They're lighting it up. 
And Josh Gordon even was quoted today say, oh, now that I'm gone, Ohio gets it right. Yeah, so yes, Ohio, Ohio passed marijuana, and they passed the, the right to uh, for a woman to choose. So, yes, more power Ohio's to Ohio's the guys. real MVP. Yes. Tennessee is 10 years behind the rest of civilization, so we'll be getting weed and the right to abort in 2034. Hey, when we actually need it and we're like decrepit and like bones and joints are hurting, <laughs> we're going to need to <laughs> yeah. smoke weed at that Gummies point. are a beautiful they thing. They don't care about education, <laughs> man. Tax it at 30%, fund your schools. That's right. Oh, yeah. All right, boys. It's a pleasure. Uh, great show. Great show. Great NFL breakdown. Uh, we'll be back again next week. So check us out, uh, both college and NFL. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Please like, subscribe, follow all the fills over here that Tom's got. What what a production he does, by the way. Look at the graphics. Um, just yeah, someone's gonna steal uh, steal Tom from us for one of these days. They're gonna steal him. He's like, bye. See you guys. Uh, Tom's later. not gonna have any time to be stolen. Uh, he's he's <laughs> going back to work. So. <laughs> All right, boys. Great show. Uh, thank you all for watching. Thank you for liking, subscribing, doing whatever. Um, Till next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Reckless Speculation. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube searching Reckless Speculation. Catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We look forward to catching you right here next week with another exciting episode of Reckless Speculation. Che.